Welcome to Confessions from a Dental Lab. This show is all about bringing you into the lab, beneath the surface, so you can see things, hear things, and understand things right from the source. Learn from longtime ceramists, dentists, and lab techs, both young and old. Without further ado, let's begin. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. My name is KJ Eichstead, brand manager at Newark Dental Lab. We're very excited to have Frank Heiser back on the show today. Frank, welcome back. Yeah, thanks, KJ. It's great to be here. I know it's been a while, so it's definitely time. Excited to be here. Yeah, we're we're super happy to have you back. Uh, For those that don't know, Frank has been a ceramist. He's been managing a lab for many, many, many years, many decades. Um, Total wealth of knowledge. So it's great to balance all the dentist content with some uh, dental lab content as well. And one of the exciting things that happened recently is you took an ITERO certification training and it sounds like it was some really interesting stuff. Uh, what was it called? And I guess like what were your, your biggest takeaways right away? Yeah, um, the, the course was called Calibrate. And so really the whole goal of the course uh, is really to calibrate the laboratories with the scanning technology that ITERO offers and have us working uh, as a cohesive unit with ITERO and the dental offices um, and all of us understanding what the capabilities are, how to troubleshoot together and really just giving us all more bandwidth and knowledge to be able to utilize this because let's face it, uh, this is where everything's headed, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Intraoral scanning uh, currently comprise, uh, you know, uh, on average, probably about a third of the work uh, that we do, and that grows uh, every month, every year. Yeah. So it's it's all going that way. And I think uh, as as dental technicians, we scan every day, right? We use uh, in lab scanners, um, so we understand uh, the technology and the capabilities of it. But uh, it's a whole different environment when you got to scan in the mouth, and uh, so. We receive, when we're receiving these scans, it's much like our conventional impressions, right? We receive some really great scans Mm -hmm. and we receive some not so great scans. And uh, um, it's it's clearly evident, right? You can zoom in, you can see the issues. uh, They're they're right there in front of our face. Um, But, you know, I didn't want to just uh, keep pointing out issues with the scans without understanding or being able to go a step further and offer solutions and come from a point of understanding a little bit of the clinical side um, to be able to offer uh, some some support, uh, sometimes some suggestions uh, for my own training and understanding and uh, certainly bringing that back to our team. Yeah, I think it's really good to reemphasize that we've got great technology in the lab and you mentioned how much technology grows and becomes more prevalent in the industry on a month to month basis on a year to year basis. But in order to get the most out of that technology, you have to understand it. You have to understand the techniques. You got to overall be educated. And um, I think that's just uh, what any great dental lab would do, whether it's new art or not. And so it's, it's great to hear that, you know, even though you have a million things on your plate, still prioritizing learning, um, just as a lot of dentists do with the the continuing education. Uh, If you were to give maybe like a pointer to taking a good scan, maybe if you had like some insights from the the, yeah. the course do you have anything to maybe say in that I, it's very hard to identify just one thing yeah. uh, you know because we did uh 
Itiro did just such a fantastic job. I really got to give them a, a shout out. They ran a top notch course. And uh, bef- before I, I give any of those pointers uh, that they gave, they the way the course was designed is, hey, we'd go into a lecture, but then we'd break off in regular intervals, and then we'd have to uh, implement what we had learned and do some scanning Actually ourselves. Actually doing it, yeah. And so um, we were scanning each other, uh, and so that's that's it. that was very interesting in and of itself. I, I Myself, uh, I, I got scanned uh, by the people on my team, and uh, um, so it was very interesting. And just uh, uh, comparing and contrasting that to uh, conventional impressions, I've had conventional impressions uh, taken on myself. Yeah. And the scanning, um, it, it was a lot more comfortable than yeah. a conventional impression. So that was great. Uh, certainly, we were learning and we kind of fumbling through it. Um, but uh, what I did learn about it is that it's not easy. It's okay. not easy. It's not just a slam dunk thing. We were able to get all the scans successfully, you know, with a little bit of practice. Um, you know, so um, it, it didn't take too long. It was very user friendly. Uh, but really understanding the steps uh, that the software guides you through and what you're supposed to be doing in each of those steps mm-hmm. is probably the most critical part about it. And uh, Atiro does a very good job of giving us that guidance for each of the different workflows um, because it's not the same, uh, you know, a, a preoperative scan isn't the same as a, a restorative Cronenbridge scan, isn't the same as a copy denture scan, isn't the same as uh, an, a fully edentulous scan for a future denture. And so all of those have different strategies, but what Atiro has done is is give you those those sequences in a really easy to follow way um, and a way that allows the software to successfully stitch all that data together. Mm. And if you stray from that, um, then that's where problems occur. How many steps are there total? It depends on the process. Uh, It depends on the process. So like the restorative uh, scanning for a crown and bridge, it's really like four total steps. Mm -hmm. And and if you do them carefully, um, it is fairly simple. But uh, they did go through uh, a lot of the causes for poor scans, uh, for margins that aren't fully captured, um, errors in, in proximal contacts, errors in capturing the, uh, the bite. And those are all things that we see every day. One really important piece of information that I was not aware of uh, prior to going to this is Itiro has a, a facility in Costa Rica. Um, hmm. And this is a, a high-tech uh, laboratory, basically, that y- we can, as laboratories, send scans to, and they can clean them up in a way that doesn't affect the accuracy of the scan. We clean up scans, uh, you know, poor scans every day here at the mm-hmm. laboratory. It takes a lot of time. We have to take uh, these scans into third-party software, clean things up, uh, and and it's very time-consuming on our end. And at the end of that process, we're not entirely sure whether we did so in an accurate manner. You know, so we're doing our doing best. best normally, yeah. normally the way that occurs is like, hey, uh, doctor, I have, uh, you know, some issues with the scan. There's a few areas, some missing areas of information or some layers that aren't quite melded together. 
And uh, um, so as not to bring the patient back, we may try to just make it work and see, see if we can make that go. But that doesn't always give us a lot of confidence. We don't know if we're, we're introducing uh, some errors into that process by doing so. What ITERO has the capability of doing is taking those scans and removing them layer by layer. Yeah, I was going to um, ask about that. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, a, a common issue is overscanning. Okay. Know? And so yeah. in trying to get that perfect scan is going over an area over and over and over again. And then it doesn't know it, it which is the one. It just keeps building layers, has yeah. trouble stitching those together. And in trying to make it better, you're actually making it worse. Interesting. So they have the ability of reading through those layers and, and removing them in a way that maybe you could get it back to uh, uh, the second or third layer where things were at their their optimum. Uh, that know. undo button. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so when you're scanning a crown and bridge preparation, time is of the essence, right? So Because that environment is changing. And yeah. so if you don't capture that in about like 11 seconds, you come back and, and, and try to get that just a little better, it's going to have changed as, as, as fluids, uh, you know, saliva and blood have Man, gotten in there. There are so many. And, yeah. uh, so there's a lot of variables. And, and, and uh, um, the angulation of it is very important. Just learning how to tip, uh, uh, tip the wand, basically, in a patient's mouth. That takes some practice and some yeah, experience. Yeah, just kind of doing it. Yeah, yeah. navigating that. So, so Frank, um, I know this is going to be a tough question to answer but what if you were to ballpark it percent of scans come in need like touching up you know what i'm saying like which ones come in how, what percentage are like good to go and what percentage yeah. like the vast majority of them are are good to go you know the vast majority of them i'd say uh, under 10 percent need adjustments yeah. probably closer to five in my um, head i was thinking yeah. like something like that yeah the ones that do need adjustment i mean a lot of times it can be pretty significant if it's if it's too difficult to work with, uh, then uh, sometimes we have to, you know, turn those away or or have them, you know, Sign basically rescan. Yeah, rescan. Now uh, they'll do it for uh, itero scans themselves, but uh, we can do that. We can send it to uh, to Costa Rica now. That that could delay the turnaround time, yeah. so we're experimenting with that uh, workflow. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to deliver on time if the restoration isn't going right. to fit, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like we could kill ourselves to try to get it on time, but to do it right is always the better option. And we should be be able to identify that early in the process. And uh, so we're doing the initial steps to make that um, that technology available to everybody who's sending new art iTero scans. Man, that is just so interesting because, yeah, like what to do during a scan, what not to do during a scan, like the overscanning thing. I bet you there's a bunch of people listening that were just like, Wow, I, I thought of everything besides the potentially I was getting too many layers. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's going to save a lot of people some, some problems on the back end, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, uh, what else did you learn? That was, like, a really... Yeah. yeah. The hot topic right now is, is, is basically doing edentulous patients, digital dentures, copy dentures, all that stuff. That's kind of, like the horizon for digital dentistry, right? And mm-hmm. so um, that was a very interesting process. Icturial has a very good workflow for that, and, and they kind of map it out and, and have that all set to go. 
I will say that it is very difficult. I do recommend everybody, you know, practicing that that sequencing, uh, you know, either on a model, you know, many times before going live with it, uh, because it, it, it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, and, and that's the one thing I learned. Whenever you do somebody else's job, you always gain so much respect for, for the people who are doing it, whether it's you as a dentist, mm. whether it's you, uh, uh, you know, empowering your, driver. yeah, if you're empowering your assistants uh, yeah. to do this, um, you know, if you have an assistant who does this at a very high level, hey, I, my respect for everybody utilizing this technology in a successful manner, and I know there's many, many of you out there who do this very well, um, my respect for you has grown tremendously, you know, tremendously. And uh, um, I feel in many ways, uh, my mission in life right now is to foster that mutual respect between uh, dental offices, uh, dental lab technicians, dental assistants, hygienists, everybody, all of us important, all together. Important yeah. pieces of the chain. We're, we're yep. in this together. You know, yep. We, yep. we either have cases float or they sink and we're all in it together. And we all, we all share part of that burden, right? Uh, and uh, um, when we're working together, understanding uh, what each other's pain points are better, um, I, I think that's, that's always a good thing. And so I did uh, grow... Um, in my respect for everybody utilizing this technology, um, and but it's very powerful. And uh, what I did see is like, okay, maybe maybe our, our first attempts at scanning weren't successful, but with each consecutive scan, it got better and better down to the point where, where we were able to knock it out of the park while we were there. We weren't always working on live patients and certainly scanning a model is a ton easier than scanning a patient, you mm-hmm. know, and so, um, it's a whole different, uh, different world, but, uh, certainly we couldn't, uh, uh scan an edentulist, a, a patient. Fortunately, none of us that were there were, were edentulists, so we didn't get to practice that aspect and we did that on a model. Um, but we did get a taste of that workflow and, uh, the copy denture, that was super duper interesting. You know, that's always something that, uh, comes up. How do I scan this denture? And, and Itero has a perfect workflow. We have digital copies of that workflow here mm-hmm. in the laboratory. So if anybody's interested in that, um, you know, we can definitely get that Send out to you too. or certainly your ITERO representative would be, I know, more than happy yeah. uh, uh, to, to get that out to you. Yeah, I think, um, you know, scanning, just to emphasize the importance before we get a little deeper into some of these, um, it's almost like the like this foundation of everything. So sometimes if like maybe it takes an extra try to get it done right it'll save exponentially on the back i'm just thinking about growing up i would play like lego sometimes and if you get like a big challenging one like sometimes you you might not like you know you you, like step one would work out okay but then there would be something that on like step four that might get out of whack and then it would give you problems down the line and you really had to go back and and untangle those layers like you were talking about earlier and yeah, I think if you start it off and build on top of each other, that's really the only way to achieve, um, you know, your desired result. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it's I got to pay attention to the details. A- absolutely, absolutely, I totally agree. Um, you know, wh- one of another takeaway that I I got from that is, um, you know, I had never never worked with the actual scanning software. We work on the lab side with you know being able to take those files and download them. Uh, and, and bring them into our software. But 
it was very interesting to me how easy it was, um, you know, to just erase an area of the scan and redo it. And that was one real simple way of avoiding the issue of overscanning, you know, because you could literally uh, select on there and then erase with your finger whole areas of the scan, come back, scan that together, and it would stitch together seamlessly. So very powerful software. Um, And so as a laboratory with the scans that we're cleaning up now to see how instantly that can be fixed on the clinical side, um, that was very, very interesting to me. Um, You know, so what might take us, you know, 30 minutes to clean up, 40 minutes to clean up uh, could be done in the matter of 30 seconds uh, chair side. I imagine yeah. in the next calendar year or two, like AI is going to fill in some of those gaps as well. Yeah. Um, just like smart scanning, whatever yep. they call it. They might call it some AI product because that's very trendy, but almost like just the scanning tools and, and the machines getting smarter and smarter. And yeah, yeah it's it, like we, we've, we're seeing this drastic improvement from impression to scanning and then also uh as you go towards the future like the scanning get even better and better and better as this technology improves and the techniques improve and the knowledge gets out there more do you want to go into depth some of these guides right now or should we maybe save that for a future episode or maybe yeah it probably we could probably go through uh the steps but honestly it probably take us like two hours and i think all of you would tune out a lot of intensive stuff i was through the first one and i guess i'd recommend uh, anybody wants those steps just reach out to us or your arterial rep and they will get it uh through you they have uh edentulist scanning guides copy denture scanning guides restorative scanning guides uh, you know, ways to troubleshoot the software. And certainly, uh, Itero just has really good support. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we've been working with Itero and through Itero for a very, very long time. Uh, and so, yeah, we work very well. Uh, if you want to learn how to, um, you know, uh, capture the bite uh, for, for a denture, they have that workflow all worked out specific to, that, uh, to their software. And uh, so I think that's that's really valuable because anytime you're purchasing a, a piece of equipment like this, uh, you know, you, you want to be able to talk to an expert on it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah yep. And um, you can't figure out all these workflows yourself. Nobody has the time for that. Right. Uh, and so I know many of you have out of necessity, but uh, um, no need to reinvent the wheel here. Atiro has it very well uh, laid out. And uh, we'd be certainly very, very happy uh, to give that out to you. Um, it was pretty interesting. Something I was uh, completely unaware of is uh, the NERI capability, which is was intended to um, scan for interproximal caries, and and that just blew my mind. You know, so it's almost like infrared imaging, but they're able to see into the interproximal into the tooth uh, a ways and that was fascinating so what a service to be able to offer uh your patients uh it's almost like preventative care to be able to detect those caries before they turn into something greater um that's huge and uh they even shared and i'm sure your arterial reps would be more than happy to share with you um insurance codes uh that would correspond to those where you can get reimbursed for that you should be reimbursed for preventative care that you're offering and uh uh, you know be able to get that uh, return on investment or the technology uh, that you're offering your patients. And so um, I feel very proud that, that Newart is, uh, you know, 
basically iterial certified now yeah and, we're iterial so, certified lab yeah and um so we're we're spreading the word throughout the laboratory it's already been a week hard to believe uh you know a whole week's gone by and and i feel like i'm just digesting all the wealth of information that they shared with us um but extremely excited to uh put many of these things into practice and uh, to be able to share, um, you know, what we've learned on an individual basis as we see those scans coming in. Amen. And, and a couple takeaways, high level. Um, you know, there's so much technology. It is advancing so quickly and there are a lot of options. So I think whether it's this industry or, or wherever, a lot, we don't know what we don't know, right? Like humans. So So if you have from a dental lab perspective, someone like Frank here with all this knowledge, if you have, you know, from your, your scanning company, Itero, a dedicated customer success person who can help you and not only that, but make you aware of all of these benefits you could add to your skill set to your practice, like, a lot of times we just don't know what we don't know. And I think that's very valuable uh, that that this offers is Look, it, it, it's a big investment. So anytime you make a big investment, you, I would naturally think you'd want support with that, whether it's in your cases with the dental lab, whether it's when your scanner and ITROs, uh, great support. I think that is a, is a bigger differentiator than most people do. And um, that's just my opinion. But yeah, you know, and it, it's like there are manuals you can look at. And then there's actually like working with a person hands on talking to them. And uh, I don't know, Frank, agree or disagree or? I totally agree. Yeah. And, and what, what I, I guess as I wrap around my feelings with this, this course, it's, we could draw the line where, where the laboratory's responsibility ends and the mm. clinician's, uh, you know, responsibility yeah. ends as well or starts. We can make those really hard lines. But at the end of the day, we're in this together, right? Yeah. We're in this together. And so um, I, I think I'm very grateful that Itero even puts this on and, and had, uh, you know, I guess just the sharpness to, to understand that if we're going to succeed with this newer technology, that we need to make sure the laboratories and the clinicians are getting all the support that they need to make this work. Even if some of that information overlaps into each other's, you know, basically worlds. each other's worlds, worlds. Yeah, yeah, that, um, you know, they're making that available to all of us to be able to help each other out. And that b- delivers the best, like, greater good, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as an action item, I one thing we love doing as labs is, is doing CE events with dentists, um, you know, attending these conferences like like you said about the line with the lab, like you really didn't have to do this, but you're a natural learner, like you love learning and, and it helps all of us in this dental community. And I would say even like uh, the dentist listening or a technician listening, maybe an action item before the year's over, you got two months left, try and learn something from the alternate perspective. It'll make you better and uh, it might unlock various connections, passageways and it couldn't hurt. It certainly yeah. could not hurt. And, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And we'd like to bring, uh, for any of you, uh, you know, some of you listening are already utilizing this technology, and I think that's fantastic. I think there's a, uh, as with anything, you never get to the end of learning and utilizing and everything's capabilities and troubleshooting things. Um, New Art is here to support that. Uh, it, 
we, I guess, you know, stay tuned for uh, future opportunities to perhaps come into the laboratory, mm -hmm. uh, be able to have the opportunity to scan if you haven't, or be able to up your level and your ability with scanning in the future. And so stay tuned for uh, some CE events that are coming on the horizon. Uh, KJ will do a very nice job of, of getting the word out as, yep. as, as he always does. Um, but we're definitely working to be here in support of you so that we all succeed together. Yeah. Um... I just want to thank everyone for listening, Frank. It's always great to have you on the show. It's a, it's a, it's a much different style of episode, and, and we love breaking it up and, you know, really just having a variety in the content. I think that's uh, something that keeps things fresh, keeps us on our toes. All the dentists out there listening, all the dental technicians listening, just know that we appreciate you. We look forward to connecting with everyone very soon. To learn more about us, newartdental.com. We'll catch you next time, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. If you'd like to contact the show, simply send us an email at dentallabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us at life at newartdental on Instagram. Thank you for listening once again. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe and tell a friend. And until next time, we're out.